Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, she is a Twitch streamer, and I would assume she likes both mangoes and mongooses. It's Mango Mongoose. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Jade. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, you know, it's another... Another good afternoon here in the game lounge. Uh, you know, only woke up like a couple hours ago, so you know, still slightly groggy. But that's that's how we do things here. We're all I feel like we're always uh, slightly groggy or sleep deprived here in the game lounge. Game lounge. That's okay, me too. I woke up like thirty minutes ago, so <laughs> I mean, hey. You're better than uh, my, my Twitch mod TC, who at this point in the day would still be asleep. You're doing better than him. Shout outs to TC. <laughs> uh, and because you're brand new here, hey, we get to go to the loading screen uh, where you get to give us your favorite video game, video game character, and video game soundtrack. <laughs> um, favorite game is easy. It's Undertale. One would say I was obsessed when I, it came out so it, it's my favorite game of all time besides minecraft minecraft is a very close very close second but undertale definitely uh favorite character i don't know <laughs> i don't really have favorites i like most things equally throughout video games that i play and plus most games i play they're customizable characters like when i play minecraft it's a customizable person and Technically, Undertale is also a customizable character. If I may, if I could ask, what is your Minecraft skin? It's a mango. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little mango guy that I make new skins for every season. So I have a Christmas skin and I have a Halloween skin (laughs) and I have a maid skin. (laughs) I have like a lot of skins, okay? Wow. (laughs) Okay. Because I was gonna say, oh, whatever that is, that could, that's easily your favorite. Oh, that's a that's an original character. God damn. Okay. <laughs> There's guy make. I have even one for the summer. It's little pineapple swim trunks for him. I have, I have so <laughs> My God, you you got the you got that mango drip for every every day of the week. It could be a different skin with how with how much you've designed this mango. That's incredible. Pretty much the one I'm rocking right now is the spring skin, so it's got like flowers all around. Oh, that's the cute. mango skin. Yeah, yeah, for spring because spring has flowers. So. <laughs> okay. Well, what about favorite video game soundtrack? Oh, that's easy. Uh, either the Lancer theme from Delta Rune or the Stardew Winter OST. The wind can be still. Ooh. Okay. One of those. Okay, those are pretty good choices. I I'm a fan of uh, Stardew's winter themes; they're nice and, I mean, all, all of Stardew's music is nice and calming, for the most part. D- it depends on like how deep you get into some of the caves, and you know the sound of buzzing when those dragons come at you. 
in the crystal cat caves. You think I go into the caves alone? <laughs> you think I enter them alone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, understandable. Fair enough. Are are you excited? Because we talked about this last week. Are you excited for 1.6 coming out for Stardew? Oh, yeah. I haven't played Stardew like this whole month because I'm like, I will wait until it comes out. Then it'll be like a fresh experience. A whole another world. Yeah. More. I think they, the big thing is like more dialogue, I believe, that they're talking about. And then obviously uh, one of the big things that he's constantly doing is more mod support to make it easier for people to just mod the game, which That'd I think is good. great. I, 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 I use mods. So. Oh, perfect. It will Excellent. come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to Haunted Chocolatier whenever that eventually comes out because oh, I've yes. always wanted to be Willy Wonka who goes kills slimes and puts said slimes in chocolate. Yes, I put the blood of my enemies into <laughs> the candy. <laughs> I put the blood of my enemies into this chocolate bar and made it into a new feastable. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like Mr. Beast would probably do that. Probably for shock value. Ex exactly! Exactly. He's just sick of all the bullshit going on. And it's just the blood of his enemies and it's brand new cho blood red chocolate bar. Oh, yeah. Red velvet. I, I it'll be it. like, he'll call it like a red velvet flavor or something like that. Oh, totally. 100%. Uh, excellent. Well, with that. It's time for us to dive into our headline of the week, and oh boy, is it a doozy involving Magic the Gathering, Wizards of the Coast, and the Pinkertons. Now, for those who do not know, as I didn't know, because I am very much, well, we're both Canadian here. Yeah. And, uh, the Pinkertons are a private security guard and detective agency based in Chicago originally based in Chicago or Detroit. It was one of those two. They played a role in like major historical events, uh, including uh, a stint that is a violent strike breaking private paramilitary force in the late 19th and early, early 20th century. So they have a very violent rep and intimidating reputation. And uh, Wizards of the Coast, they sent the Pinkerton uh Pinkertons to uh, a YouTuber's house because they had unbeknownst to them gotten a hold of March of the Machine the Aftermath which is not set to release until May 12th he believed that it was, it was just some collector's editions of March of the Machine which is out right now that is the current set that is out but he had the other one and he got this from another guy who there was basically there was something got lost in translation of this middleman getting it from Wizards of the Coast got the wrong shit. And he didn't know because the guy, the middleman, like knew nothing about magic. He was more or less just uh, the middleman of everything. So back on the 20th, uh, old school MTG, that's the YouTube, the YouTuber in question. He published a video opening what he thought were the collector booster boxes of March of the Machine, uh, but they were actually uh, for March of the Machine, the aftermath. It was just one of like 22 boxes that he got. He then posted a video a couple days later explaining everything that kind of happened. 
So uh, the Pinkertons arrived at his place. They gave him a card for the Wizards of the Coast rep. They took all the merchandise. His wife cried because they were intimidating big guys. Uh, probably not the nicest, you know, because you hire them. It's like, yeah, you fuck, you did something wrong. It's all that f- f- bullshit. Um, but quote, uh, here's what old school MTG had to say. Uh, the, the Wizards of the Coast rep is very apologetic about making his wife cry the first thing in the morning by sending the heavy-duty lawmen to come collect stuff and talk about stolen products in jail time. But they, but Wizards of the Coast doesn't believe they stole anything because they didn't. Uh, I don't know if they believe anybody really stole anything or if it was just an accident or whatever. But they wanted to, they wanted the product back so they could try and figure out where the hole was so they could plug the hole. End quote. Uh, he also said, uh, "quote Somebody screwed up and sent out the wrong cases to the gentleman that I bought the boxes off of because when he sold me the stuff, he said he was selling March of the Machine collectors boxes." not aftermath end quote so in what what is very much a this something happened on wizards of the coast's end and they thought the best way to handle this was to hire the pinkertons not great <laughs> probably not the greatest idea i i did hear about this because i do play magic but Probably not the best idea. You know, they could have just like sent like an email and been like, hey, if you give us the box back, we'll send you the box you actually want. Well, you see, uh, or they could have just, I don't know, hired like a less intimidating private investigator because they didn't know who this, the, again, the, the this middleman. They know that they sent it to him, but they don't know who he gave it to, which is why they needed to hire the investigators in the first place. But did you have to go with like one of the most aggressive ones? Probably not. Also, not just like like my form of communication is just like reach out first and just be yeah. like, "Hey, um, obviously this is a huge mistake on our part. Do you think you could send us the boxes back and we'd send you like you know like a gift in return? You know, like a, a like an exchange. So, you know, they give the unreleased box back and." For, because they did that, Magic could give them a, a, a box of new cards or something. Yeah, and, but and what he like, actually oh. wanted, which was just collector's edition of March of the Machine. Easy fix. <laughs> Easy uh, however, fix. old school MTG did get something out of this. His viewership had doubled. Uh, he also he also recommends uh, if anyone used his original footage that he he took down now of him opening the aftermath because people reacted to that as well of him opening those packs because you know easy content react to pack openings and all that stuff he he says that if you used any of that footage take it down because there is an embargo on those cards still so you can still get in trouble if you don't take that down. Uh, but yeah, what what a story to see uh, for this week, and uh, really makes you wonder if it makes you wonder if this was like a Wizards of the Coast hiring the Pinkertons, or if it's Hasbro that did it as well, because they are owned by Hasbro, and uh, I don't know, big corporations like Hasbro, I feel like have no problem doing that shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that that is true uh but yeah that that's our headline of the week uh again a wild and crazy ride but it's time to now cover everything else that happened this past week 
Uh, let's dive into the weekend review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs, this is the Week in Review. And to start it off, some of the games that came out this past week, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the, the one of the big games that graced us this year. People already uh, posting so much about the game. Uh, looks great. I still need to finish Fallen Order, and then... I'll probably get it later when it goes on sale because I need to spend less money on games. <laughs> I need to save my money. Uh, we also had Honkai Star Rail, the brand new game from Hoyoverse, uh, which uh, I feel like the best way to describe it is Genshin Impact in Space. Uh, fun thing that people have already discovered about Honkai Star Rail is that the three members of the Trash Taste podcast all offer their voices in the game in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you can find uh, Garnt and Joey as two guards uh, discussing something while standing above a giant hole. And Connor, Sea Dog VA, actually offers his uh, voice to a minor character uh, in, I would assume, early game uh, as a guard, which is really cool as well. Uh, and of course, of the three of them, uh, you can tell it's Connor, his voice, because of how he snores. You're like, oh, that's a very Welsh snore. But then when he actually does his voice, it's like, oh, yeah, he has voice acting uh, talents, unlike the other two. Uh, so very cool to see. And Live Alive is out now on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PC. No longer a Switch exclusive. So it's a great way to play that formerly uh, Japan-only RPG. In the world of video game news, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Plus revealed its games for May as Grid Legends, Chivalry 2, and Descenders. And those are going to be available either starting on the 1st of May or on uh the 8th of may i can't remember which is which which it'll be exactly we also got our first trailer for armored core 6 fires of rubicon uh which was originally shown off at the game awards as uh from software's next big game because it is uh this is of course uh i think i think if i remember correctly this is like their 20 somethingth entry to the armored core franchise uh, which is their series of mech games. Looks really cool. I'm not interested in it because mech games just aren't my thing. But we also got a release date for it of August 25th this year, which means it could win Game of the Year if it wanted to. I don't think it will, though. But still cool to see that it's coming out this year after they only showed off the first things of it last, well, a couple months ago at this point. Nintendo has confirmed that they will be at Gamescom tw Gamescon 2023, which I think is like a first for Nintendo, which is really cool. So glad to see that they'll be at something this year now that E3 is uh, <laughs> not happening again this year. And we probably honestly, I don't think I think it, E3 is dead officially. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's coming back. Yeah. Summer Games Fest did what E3 couldn't do, which was to prove that you can make everything digital and people will watch it in troves. And there's no point for an E3 anymore. Uh, in some PlayStation news, Sony has said that the PlayStation VR 2 will be in retailers very soon because I believe you can only order it online as of right now. 
Uh, there are no confirmed dates of what they said, but speculations believe May 12th will be when the PlayStation VR 2 will start hitting shelves. Uh, which is also when uh, Tears of the Kingdom releases. So maybe pick up a PlayStation VR 2 at your GameStop if those are in stock as well. <laughs> uh, in some Star Trek news, they announced that their new game, Star Trek Resurgence, is confirmed for a release date of May 23rd. Uh, I'm not big on Star Trek, but if you are, hey, this might be a game for you. Uh, in some Sega news, Sega of America workers at the Irvine, California office filed for a union vote with the National Labor Relations Board, and I believe it made it through, so Sega of America is now on union, which is always good to see. Uh, I know that people enjoy that. To see that people people getting treated fairly in the workplace, which is something Blizzard uh, could could learn from. Side eye. <laughs> in uh, some MMO news, uh, Warframe's latest update, the Duviri Paradox, is now live. Uh, so you can now play uh, the new update of Warframe, which introduces a new villain, new story stuff. And people are saying that this is a great time for new players to join the game. I tried getting into Warframe many, many years ago. I just couldn't do it. Uh, I, I And I found the MMO that I want to kind of play now. So uh, that's how I'm feeling about that. Uh, in more Sega news, Sabade Amigo Party Central announced 20 of the 40 new songs that are coming to this brand new game this summer. Uh, we already knew that we had two Sonic songs confirmed, which were Escape from the City from Sonic Adventure 2 and Fist Bump from Sonic Forces. Um, some of the new songs that are getting added into this game are Break Free by Zed and Ariana Grande, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor, I Really Like You by Carly Rae Jepsen, Sucker by the Jonas Brothers, TikTok by Kesha, Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus, and Celebrate from Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305 himself, Pitbull. Uh, so it's going to be a jam-packed game. Um, I'm probably going to pick it up. I, I, I never played the original Samba de Amigo games that were on the Wii, but I feel like this would be a good party game to pick up for the switch and if it's out on other things i might pick it up on playstation 4 just for an easy platinum but uh looks fun uh i am also a sucker for sega games so <laughs> <laughs> that's just me uh we also got a brand new trailer for funko fusion which is giving me vibes of like the lego games but funko pops what was that one? Uh, Lego Worlds, where you got to go to like various different Lego realms and there was like a story for each one. Uh, um, it, it feels a lot like that, but with Funko Pops. So they showed off Jurassic World, Back to the Future, a whole bunch of things that they can get because uh, they're licensed with Funko. So going to be cool to see more. I kind of want to see more because I feel like this could be a really cool party, a game to play with friends and just roam around and do shit in the world of Funko Land. City Skylines has announced that its last expansion will be releasing on May 23rd. This is the Hotels and Retreats expansion. And then I believe I believe after this we'll actually see City Skylines 2 cuz I believe they announced it like 
a long time ago or like a while ago and it's like oh cool so i believe this is the last one before the sequel releases if there is a sequel i honestly can't remember it's been a while it's some demo news the street fighter 6 demo has been released uh i actually played it last night and uh i can say you fight people on the street you can uh the world tour mode is probably like stu is stupid funny just because of the character customization you can do some crazy shit with it and you can literally initiate a fight with anybody you see on the street which really? i oh yeah so there's a mime in the tutorial area you can go fight that mime if you want i'm gonna have to play it i'm a i play street fighter on my playstation so Ooh, perfect yeah it's uh it's really it's it's good it's fun um, I the last Street Fighter game I kind of consistently played was Street Fighter 4 when it was free on the 360 that one time. But uh, no, it's it's pretty good. It's not too bad as okay. a fighting game novice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Microsoft Blizzard news, uh, an update to that whole situation, Microsoft President Brad Smith is, quote, not happy that the UK's Competition and Markets Authority uh, blocked Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Uh, because that's what the UK did. Uh, and, yeah, they're just not happy with it. But, fuck. Just, it, it, how many years ago now did they announce it that... They were acquiring Activision Blizzard. Are we on like year two, year three of this now? I think so. It's it's been too long, and we see. Uh, I I hope that the deal doesn't go through at this point because it shouldn't go through. Um, in weird your oddity story of the the week, Popeye, Popeye the sailor, you know, man who loves spinach and stuff. He's getting added to World of Warships. As a playable commander. He'll be out in June. As part of a campaign for World Ocean Month. As a lot of Popeye's themes involve. You know helping the ocean and the environment. So that's cool. Uh, Bugsnacks and Octodad developers. Young Horse released four smaller side projects. That they had worked on. On Steam. For the price of free. Um, I can't remember what exactly the games were. I believe one you're playing as an ant. They're 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 all very weird, um, but hey, if you like uh, what Young Horses put out, uh, definitely check them out because who knows? Maybe they'll get refined one day and become full fledged games. In mod news, a group of one hundred fans have added voices to the entirety of Hollow Knight. The mod Hollownest Vocalize has been in the works since 2021 and is now released. They have a YouTube video up explaining uh, with instructions in the description on how to install the mod. And this is incredible. Uh, I have to say, I legit, with this mod alone, I might go back to play Hollow Knight. Because uh, I loved every second I played of Hollow Knight, despite like some of the difficulty things. I thought it was a phenomenal game. And to have everything voiced, ah, I mean, I might go back and play it. <laughs> I know a lot of people who are very excited for that mod and are just like, well, I guess like the next couple streams are just going to be me replaying the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got some time before the next major game comes out. I might as well play Hollow Hollow Knight again. <laughs> Easy. 
And uh, lastly, our last bit of video game news, Markiplier. He's making a feature-filled adaptation of a $6 horror indie game uh, where you pilot a windowless submarine under an ocean of blood. It's called Iron Lung. Uh, we the teaser trailer doesn't show much, but it's uh, if you like Markiplier, you like indie horror shit. This might be for you when it eventually. It's, it's for everyone who doesn't like Daddy Markiplier. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> who true. doesn't like Daddy Markiplier? <laughs> Very true. I, I I haven't met a single soul who dislikes that man. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and that's it for regular video game news. Uh, looking into our live service game news, starting off with Final Fantasy XIV Patch 6.4. The Dark Throne is releasing sometime mid-May. The website uh, is now fully up for The Dark Throne, showing uh, the, the man who will be headlining this uh, expansion himself, sitting on said Dark Throne. And it also goes over everything getting added, which we covered a couple weeks ago and also the Moogle treasure tombstone event is on now until uh, 6.4 releases. Uh, you can get various mounts, including Ixion, which is the giant world boss. You can fight in Stormblood. You can get that for 50 tombstones. And there's also a bunch of other things to collect as well. In Battle Royale news, Apex Legends revealed its brand new character, an old man named Ballistic. Uh, and also, the brand new season for Apex Legends starts on May 9th. In the world of TCG, po uh, starting off with Pokemon, Origin 4 Palkia V-Star League Battle Deck, that releases May 5th, so very close to that release date. Scarlet Violet Paldea Evolved releases June 9th, and also a rare trophy Pikachu card uh, sold in auction for $300,000 US. Again, people pay... People pay ridiculous amounts of money for these rare cards, and I just don't get it. Damn, that's like money I could have used on yarn, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about cards very much, but yarn? <laughs> Give me the 300000 I could put that towards a house. Yard. I could put it towards a house, probably. Oh, but do but so still. Many things with that. So Shopping spree? Oh. <laughs> New dresses? <laughs> Yes! Cards? What the fuck are you doing in your life that you need to pay that much money for a card? Yeah. Uh, in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! Starting off with our Master Duel updates, the Attribute, Attribute 4 Festival is going until May 2nd. Um, so you got a little bit of time left for that. And in their TCG news, Cyberstorm Access releases May 4th, Wild Survivors on June 2nd, Battles of Legend Monstrous Revenge on June 21st, and the 25th Anniversary 10 Dueling Heroes on September 8th. And in Magic the Gathering news, March of the Machine, The Aftermath, as we said earlier, releases May 12th. Shadows over Innistrad Remastered for Magic the Gathering Arena releases midway through the year. And The Wilds of Eldraine will release sometime in the fall. And that's it. There's no board game or tabletop news this year. And that is everything we've got at the week in review. Any final thoughts on any of that, Jade? Not really. It was a, it was very informative, actually. I don't, besides my little, like, idea of what I play games, I don't really know much about any other games that are played. So it was very interesting to hear all about that. Alrighty. Well, with that, then, it's time for us to move on to uh, what's coming up 
in the world of gaming. Uh, here's what should be on your radar for May 1st to 7th. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. There's not a lot this week. It's a pretty uh, slow week uh, this week. On Tuesday, Age of Wonders 4 comes out for the PS5, Series X, and PC, and Redfall comes to the Series X and PC. On Wednesday, uh, Super Dungeon Maker comes to the Switch and PC. On Thursday, Ravenlock comes to the series, uh, both Xboxes and the PC. Mia and the Dragon Princess comes out on everything. And Propagation, Paradise Hotel comes to PC VR and The Quest. And on Friday, Death or Treat comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. Duru, about mole rats and depression, comes to the PC. Hogwarts Legacy finally makes its way to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Hometopia comes to the PC, and These Doomed Isles, the first god, also makes its way to the PC. Uh, so the two big games that people are kind of paying attention to this week, Redfall, uh, the new game from Arcane Studios, where you kill vampires and shit, and of course Hogwarts Legacy making its way to the previous generation of consoles. Uh, leaving only the Switch version, which comes out, I think, sometime at the end of May, or it's like in June because they pushed it so far back that I don't even remember. Uh, any of the games stand up to you, Jade? Um, not nothing that's coming out next. Well, I thought a game was coming out next week, but it actually came out yesterday. So I'm playing that now, which it's, it's a little cottage court game called mail time. And you deliver mail to like little animals in the forest. It's very cute. Deliver <laughs> mail to little animals in the forest, and then the ladybugs carry TNT and they 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 blow up stuff. Oh my! Okay, well, okay then. Exploding ladybugs. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> I love it when the ladybugs blow up shit. It's the cutest shit I've ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he turned himself into a pickle. Any anyway, um. Uh, that's what's coming out. It's now time for us to talk about our main focus for this episode. Uh, here's what we're discussing this week in the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. I mean, I guess it was kind of teased at the start with it being one of your favorite games. We're talking Undertale Deltarune, and I guess kind of just Toby Fox in general as our first topic of the day. Uh, so I, I, I'll beg, I'll, 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 I'll just close this right away. I have not played Undertale still. What? <laughs> How? It's been, it's on my list of games I need to eventually play, but it's just other RPGs come out. And I kind I I need to limit myself on the amount of RPGs I play a year because they just take they take a while. Like let's be real here, RPGs are like some of the longest games you can get invested in. It's true, but you should still move Undertale to the top of the list because like you haven't played games if you haven't played Undertale before. Okay, like <laughs> I mean I, I I should, but also Persona three and four are now out on everything, and I need to play those. And also Final Fantasy sixteen comes out in June. You, you know that Dragon Quest three remake might drop this year. Who knows? You have time. Just fit it in like. 
all of hours of your day. Just don't do anything else. It's easy. <laughs> if only I didn't play Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> if only I wasn't addicted to the very popular MMORPG with a free trial up to level 60, including the entirety of a Realm Reborn <laughs> in Heaven's Ward. If only, huh? Right? If only. Uh, so I can say my knowledge of Undertale uh, mostly came from like back when it was like it's in peak popularity. Everyone talked about it. Matt Pat made a lot of game theories about it of like, is Sans Ness from Earthbound? Who knows? That's just a game theory. Uh, all that stuff. So how did you come across how did you come across Undertale and when did you start playing it? Let's start there, Jade. I didn't start playing it until I was like older because I didn't have access to my own computer that would and I definitely did not have access to a Steam account. Did not have access to any of that. So most of my me coming across it was through YouTube videos of people playing games and then I got into Jack Sepsky and then he played it and I was like, oh this is a very cool game. And then there was just like a moment where like I think he was in Snowden Town and he met Papyrus and Sans and I was like, oh this is weird. I actually really like that. I'm gonna look more into that. And then I went down into a really dark, deep down rabbit hole of everything Undertale. And it was like my personality from like grade <laughs> six to like <laughs> high school. Like people would come up to me and be like, oh. Jade, yeah, she loves Undertale. That's like her personality trait. They're like, ask her anything about it, and she'll like spit off some random fact, and they'll be like, oh, this random scene, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly what happened at this exact time step. <laughs> I was like obsessed, and I was like, well, I don't have anything better to do. I'm in like junior high. What do I do? I go home and I play Minecraft, and now I just obsess about this game the whole time, all the time. I was so obsessed. It was my grade nine yearbook quote. And my grade nine final exam for English, I basically wrote a fan fiction novel to submit as my final paper. Uh, okay, I have to. Did you pass? I did pass. Pass with a solid 90. <laughs> there is no smut. It was just a. Ro it was just romance. It was just all romance. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 incre incredible. Holy! Uh I still have it. I still have it. <laughs> theater in the in the one day that i i people want me to read it on stream i still have it like <laughs> oh my god wow so when you eventually did get to play it um how, how did the playthrough go it was good um it was really good it was like it's like when you like you see, you see something for a really long time and then you like first play it it's like wow i have a newfound appreciation and respect for the whole like thing it's like because like i already loved the game and i feel and i knew i would love playing it i just don't i didn't have a computer when i was younger and i didn't have like a means of playing it at all besides my friend pirating it from a, a like a random website be like here's a here's a sketchy usb you can plug this into your parents computer and then you can play undertale and i'm like hmm <laughs> how desperate am i <laughs> to play this game <laughs> It was not that desperate. <laughs> it's not. Uh, <laughs> install USB sans.exe starts running on the computer. It was not that desperate, but I was desperate. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I didn't play it until like like the first year I got my PC, which was like 2020. So it was like very like 
far after the game released. Um, and I went with the pacifist route to begin because I am not a violent person. If anyone knows me IRL, I'm not a violent person. And I'm not really violent in games unless the game is supposed to be a violent game. So I went down the pacifist route and I already know what all the other routes do. So it's not like it was going to be a surprise or anything. It would just be like a nice experience to have be like actually play the game that way. And it was just like, oh, wow. I, I tried to stream it because I was like, oh, wow, I can like share it. Even though it's like been like a very long time since the game's come out. I was like, oh, I can stream this. And I started streaming it and I was like, actually, I don't really want to experience this with other people. I want to experience it myself because this was my obsession for like seven years of my life. So <laughs> I just played it on my own. <laughs> uh, it was great. I, I played, I, I did do all the past, but I did start with Pacifist because it's just a, it's my favorite route get to be friends with all of them it's so nice now when you say all the paths are you referring to just pacifist genocide pacifist again and like a random run where it's like either or or pacifist genocide and every other middle route that you could possibly obtain see i was gonna do the all of the above and just do everything because again i am obsessed with this game but uh i was like hmm, and then i thought about it I was like i could just i've already seen all the roots like i've like i've watched i've read so many things <laughs> i i already know everything so it's like i'll do like the main pacifist and then i'll do the genesis which i did do the genesis after and then genocide right and then i did the neutral one where it's just like you only kill one thing um so it's like you're not like a horribly mean person but you're not like a horribly nice person yeah uh, so neutral. i did do all of the roads but like my favorite thing about that game is it remembers it it remembers things which was like such a cool concept like when it first came out because it's like if you go through the pacifist route first um and you don't kill anything obviously that's what pacifist means and you go back and you play the genesis route the game remembers that you played the pacifist route beforehand. So if you talk to certain characters, there's like certain voice lines that are like, oh, in another save, we could have been friends. And it's like the game remembers your choices. Even if you've deleted that, it remembers what save you like you've played before. So if you play the genocide route first, or you play like the neutral first before you play like the pacifist route, and there's like the voice lines change. They cater to like other things. They're like, oh, like I'm really sorry you feel this way in this save, and they specifically say save because they know you do. It's so it's so cool. It was just such a cool concept how the game remembers everything because it ties in so well with like lore, and then like they don't even tell you much about the lore, so you can make your own. Anyways. I have an obsession. <laughs> it's a bad obsession. Uh, how long did it take you to beat Sans? So, you see, I like things easy because I'm lazy. I'm so lazy. <laughs> but I like things a lot. But I don't like the game that much to put all my effort into beating Sans. So I just got my friend to do it for me. <laughs> I Discord screen shared and he, I gave him control of my computer. And I was like, I'll watch you beat it on my save but i'll play the rest of the game myself wow i can't believe this jade i your obsession to this game you're not even gonna beat sans and have the gratification of 
beating what is probably one of the hardest bosses in video game history. I don't have that type of skill, Tony. I don't know how to tell you that um, <laughs> if you've ever played a uh, turnip boy commits tax evasion, and that's an easy game to play. Like most people could beat that game. Took me like three weeks to beat the final boss because I was so bad. As I have no, <laughs> I know I just don't. I do not have the power <laughs> in my. <laughs> the skill set in my body to complete that boss battle so i let my friend do it i just watched i was like i'll play the rest thank you wow <laughs> I can play the rest of the game now. <laughs> wow i can't i cannot believe this uh, unbelievable i mean i guess to each their own but still <laughs> like wow. i tried i made one okay, attempt you and i okay, died okay, you tried. okay you tried. it wasn't like a oh i know this is horrible but i did try like twice and i was like I'm not doing this. I have no hope for myself. <laughs> Only twice? Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess roast me about it all you want. I will maybe attempt it a couple more times. Who knows? I mean, this could be... Uh, if this was me, this would be a stream incentive right here. I is You make a save file, you get all the way to the sands fight, and you save it there, and then you just dedicate... A, a goal of some sort of I will fight Sans and beat him and then you, you just do it until you do it you, maybe like have like certain I would days just make it week. an unreachable goal it would be like I will make this a goal but it will be an unreachable goal so I never have to do it <laughs> exactly but if so, <laughs> hey, if you somehow got it then you have to do it That'd be so sad. That'd be so cool, but so sad. <laughs> like, oh man, I made it unreachable, but now you guys hit it. Oh man, I have to do this thing. Oh jeez. Oh who, no. Who knows? Maybe you'll be better. Maybe you'll be better at games by then. Who, who knows? Oh, I don't think about <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> Dang, the, the, the self deprecation is real. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Okay, so so that's that was that was Undertale. So then Deltarune comes out. Did you play that right away when it came out? Um, I was going to. I bought it, or I technically it's free. I got it, and then I had it on my computer, and I was like, I'm gonna play this game this weekend. And then I got really busy, and then I kept getting really busy, and then I was like, Fuck, I need to play this game. <laughs> I know it'll make me happy because it's it's not. It is not directly related to Undertale. Like, the story is referenced in Deltarune's story, but Deltarune is a separate independent game of Undertale. It just incorporates elements from Undertale through different members of the cast. And, I mean, like, there's some references to certain things in Undertale, but it is a separate game, and it's a great game, and it's a separate great, great, great game. However, it's just like, I have it on my computer and I want to play it really badly, but I'm just too busy. I have so many things going on. And then every time I have free time, I get like extremely busy again. And I'm like, where is the time going? <laughs> Why is it fleeting so fast? So you haven't fully played through all, all of what's currently available for Deltarune then? Yeah, as of yet. No. But I might just wait because it they release like Toby Fox releases everything in chapters, so I might just release like play the game when like all five chapters are out. So that begs the question: When's when do you think the remaining chapters will get released? Because I think it's been now 
little over a year and a half since he announced that. Now, granted, yeah. he is an indie developer, so obviously the time to, to it would take him is a lot longer than like a triple A dev. Plus, Poke the Pokemon Company really likes Toby Fox because uh, he's been working on music for the Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you think we'll see? Like all five chapters fully out for Delta Rune. So the chapter three is supposed to release um, in like sometime this year chapter three is supposed to release sometime this year and then chapter four and five will also release after probably in like 2024 2025 but it's supposed to be a paid bundle because one two and three are going to be free and four and five are going to be paid so i don't think the full game will be out until maybe 2025 2026 which you know, at this rate, every year is going faster than the last year, so we'll be at 2026 in no time, and then I'll just play the whole game then. <laughs> Do you think you could mentally handle waiting that long to play this game? I mean, I handled like, waiting five years to play Undertale, so I'm sure I can, like, wait a Well, yeah, but the, that, here's, the, the difference between then and now is you didn't have the hardware. Now you True. do. But I... I, okay, this is a little bit weird. People say this is really strange. I love spoilers about things. Maybe it's just an anxiety thing, but I like it when things are spoiled for me because it makes me more excited for the thing I'm going to watch. Like if we're watching like a Marvel movie, for example, and people spoil who's going to die, and it makes me more excited to see how this man dies or see how the character <laughs> dies. So it makes me more excited to watch the movie because I really like spoilers. It's that, in fact, it's really annoying when I'm with people because I'm like, hey guys, what do you think is going to happen? I think this is going to happen or this is going to happen. And I'm like, I talk throughout the whole movie. I don't do this in movie theaters, obviously, because it's rude. But like, <laughs> throughout the whole movie. And I'm like, what do you think this is going to happen? Oh, I think this is going to happen. So I like, I like, like to theorize while I'm watching it. Or I like literally search up midway through the movie. I'll open my phone and be like, who died in the night? The whole plot. And I'll be like, oh, this is so cool. I want to watch this even more. So I do the same with games too. I like how they, I like, spoilers i like having things spoiled for me because it makes me more excited to play the i don't know if it's my backwards logic but i it's more exciting for me to play the game knowing what's going to happen at the end because i want to know the in between i want to know the middle i want to know the meat and juices of how it gets to that point okay so i don't mind if i have to wait like a couple years for it to come because while that's happening i could just search up everything i want about it and have all this abundance of knowledge about the whole game and then when i play it i'm like oh that's how that happened because i knew about this and i wonder how this trails into that thing. i'm strange i don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> uh, only a little bit but that's fine everybody's a little strange in their own right <laughs> I'm sure no one else likes spoilers as much as I do. Though. So, so my question: So, do you, do you watch horror films by chance, or are you like do you stay away from the horror genre? I only watch horror movies with other people. So, if I scream and jump, I can jump onto another person, and then I won't feel scared. <laughs> if I watch it alone, I'm a scream so loud the police are going to be called because it, it'll sound like someone's getting murdered. <laughs> okay. Okay, do you look up spoilers for those movies by yes. chance, too? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I look up spoilers for all movies. My God. Um, 
And then once I know how a movie ends, I just rewatch that movie like five more times. And then like I know every plot point. And then when I close my eyes, I can like watch the movie in my brain without actually watching the movie. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I know exactly what happens at this scene at this time with this dialogue except this subtitle things. And I'm like, wow, I have a little bit too much time on my hands sometimes. Any, anyways, um, what are your thoughts on Toby Fox overall and the career that this man has had with Undertale, Deltarune, and Pokemon now? <laughs> I think he's done really well for himself, considering he made Undertale all by himself, like, with minor help from Temi, who did, like, she's, Temi's a character in the game, and a little bit of help for, like, some of the music. But... I think he's done surprisingly well for himself, considering this man made a whole action-packed, three-different-storyline, lore-complete game by himself, and then continued to make another game, Deltarune, after that, which is a chapter game that he made all by himself, designed all by himself, with like the music and everything, and still plans to release more chapters. I think he's doing excellent. I think he's doing great. I think he deserves all the love and respect, not just because I really love his games, but um, <laughs> because <laughs> I think he's doing a lot because you don't see a lot of people, like a lot of big game companies nowadays, put this much effort into a game like Toby Fox does, which is like really sad because like if you have all this abundance of money and all this technology to make a really good game and you're not putting like your blood, sweat, and tears into the game, what are you doing as a game company? Because if you're a game company, your job is to make games, so just make them as best as possible. So like, it's kind of upsetting when you see games that are like made by like a really big company with a lot of money backing it and it's just kind of half-assed and you're just like, well, there was an attempt, which is what I say to like three-year-olds when they're trying to swim for the first time. There was an <laughs> attempt, um, <laughs> but there's no for improvement. <laughs> that, that was an analogy that I didn't think I'd ever hear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, Toby, I would say Toby Fox is probably one of the greatest minds in indie gaming uh, for this generation of games. Uh, mm -hmm. Because you don't see many people that are just like a solo team. Exactly, uh, exactly. Like the only other people I can think of are Eric Barone, uh, who does Stardew. And... I mean, back in the day, Notch, but that that man sold everything for a mountain of money to Microsoft. I mean, the game's great now, but like, <laughs> made by one man. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this man put all this love, love, sweat, and tears into this game, and then you just sell it like that. It's like, you better do him justice, and then you don't do him justice. It's like, again, there was an attempt. It's always for improvement. <laughs> there was an attempt, yeah. You get a silver star for that one. <laughs> Not even a gold star, a silver star. Um, is there anything else you want to add about Undertale, Deltarune, Mr. Fox, or anything else? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just very, very excited. I love, like, I'm not as obsessed with Deltarune and Undertale as I am as I was before I still like very heavily like follow all the news relating to it and like different lore theories and like different 
like music like a lot of my music that i do listen to is like remixes of different undertale or deltarune songs um but i do i do love the story it's it's just wonderful if you haven't played any of these games move it to the top of your list and play it right now because (laughs) trust me it will be good and even if you don't like it i will find where you live (laughs) Uh, this is a joke this is a joke guys no one canceled this is a joke (laughs) but uh, maybe not (laughs) Uh, but it's a great game and everyone should at least give it a chance to play because it greatly impacted me when i was a kid and Maybe made me a little too obsessed that I had to write a whole romance fan fiction about it for my grade nine final exam uh, and totally pass with flying colors. And they had no idea it was uh, about a video game characters. Um, but I think it's great. I, I, yeah, I just like the community. It's so nice, too. Everyone in the community is really nice. So. Nice. Okay. Uh, well, I think it's time we move on to our second topic of the day, uh, which is streaming and the comfort game known as Minecraft. Um, so what got you into streaming exactly? Well, it was like most people, it was the height of COVID. I had nothing to do. I was in college in a program. I fucking hated. I have words to go about the program. I was in, it was, it was a program I hated a lot. And then I was watching a bunch of Minecrafters and I was like, oh, wow, I've always wanted to be a content creator before. Like even like when I was like little, I was like, oh, I want to make YouTube videos. That'd be so cool. So I was like, oh, well, I have nothing better to do. I have a computer now. I have a webcam. Oh, I have a mic too. Well, I guess I could start streaming. And then I was like, oh, I don't even know how to stream. I don't know the first thing about streaming, except that I like I like it when people stream and I like to watch them. So I was like, I did a bunch of research. I did like my due diligence. I wrote like a plan. I wrote like a business plan and I wrote like a brand standards because I went to school for like graphic design, like computer stuff. So this is easy for me. So I was like, oh, I'll just do all this stuff. And then I was like, oh, I still have to hit the go live button. I need to find like content. I want to stream. What do people <laughs> stream? <laughs> how do people stream? And at the time, I was only playing Bedrock Minecraft. Not that I didn't have Java Minecraft, but I only had Bedrock Minecraft. So I was like, oh, I could stream Bedrock Minecraft because I bet a lot of people don't know what Bedrock Minecraft is. So I was going to stream it. And then my first time going live, I hit the go live button. And then I realized I don't know how to capture gameplay. (laughs) I don't know how to capture gameplay. I was like... I was just streaming streaming a black screen with me talking. You'd be like, hey, does anyone know how to <laughs> capture gameplay? <laughs> does anyone know how to do this? And then I was like, wait, how would they know? No one's in my chat. I have zero followers. How does who, who am I talking to right now? And I'm like, oh, I get I'll figure it out. So I end stream and I figure it out and I'm like, okay, I go live and I was had a game capture and it wasn't recording. It wasn't recording bedrock. And I was like, hey guys, I figured it out this time, but it's not recording. It's not like it's not capturing what I wanted to capture. And I was like, well, I'll just figure this out another time. So I stopped it. I didn't stream for like a whole month after that. I did more research and then I got OBS. And I put down, I downloaded OBS and I learned everything about OBS. And I was like, okay, it will work this time. I swear to God, it will work this time. And I went live playing Minecraft Java, not Bedrock. Because I thought Bedrock was the problem. It wasn't. I'm just stupid. 
so I went live streaming Java, Minecraft, and it was good. And then within that first day of streaming, I got a raid from a random dude on Twitch. My first ever stream, I got a raid of like 20 people. And I'm like, that's a lot of people in my chat. What do I do? I don't know what to say. I'm really scared. Is this a bad thing? Is I'm gonna get, Am I going to get swatted? What's happening? I'm like panicking a lot because I'm like, I don't know if this is my first time going live. I don't even know what I'm supposed to talk about. And then I get a raid. And now what do I say about the raid? Do I say hello? And I'm just like, ah, hello people of this channel hello hi how are you and i was just so awkward i i was so so awkward <laughs> and i'm like oh what do i do i'm stressing out and i like tell my parents i'm like oh I, i'm streaming and then there's this random person that they raided into me and all these people are my chance i don't know what to do and i'm like stressing about it like i'm 18 at the time and i'm like stressing i'm like i don't know what to do they're talking i think they can still hear me and i'm like having a panic attack and i'm like oh no what do i do and then the streamer's like, oh, I didn't know it was your first stream. I just, you looked cool, so I rated into you. And I was like, uh, oh, uh, thank you. Uh, what do I say? And then I got so stressed, I just ended the stream. <laughs> yes, I, just ended it. I was like, fine, I can't do this. <laughs> Goodbye. And I just, I cut it off. And then I deleted the bot, so you can never, no one can ever see how bad it was. Because I was like, I'm so embarrassed. This is not happening. So I just deleted it. Who, if I, I may, like, do you remember the person who rated you at all? Oh, I do, I do. I'm actually still good friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I panicked so bad. I was like, oh, that's never happening again. Delete the vlog. Did not stream for another, like, two weeks. And then, like, I went live, and I had my... I have two sisters, so I was like, you guys need to be my moderators in case this happens again so I don't get stressed out. <laughs> so then, for the second ever, fourth ever technos technically stream, by the way, from that raid, I got like 20 followers from that. So I went from like 0 to 20 in like one stream. And I was like, wow, I'm so stressed. Why is this so stressful? Stressed at 20 followers. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so stressed because it's like the first time. And like, I it was like, I really want, like, ever since I was little, I really wanted to be like a big person who makes content i really like making content for other people i really like entertaining people and i really like doing all this stuff so it was like wow like oh wow uh, people actually like me oh wow this is so cool and then the developer was like oh my god people actually like me and i have to entertain for them oh my god what do i say <laughs> what do i do because <laughs> at this point i knew i wanted to be do minecraft because minecraft is like my second all-time favorite game but then i was like I don't know what to talk about because naturally I'm a very shy introverted person so if I'm playing games I just don't talk to anyone I'm just like very quiet I'll listen to music so then I was like I had to like get into this thing where I constantly had to talk about random topics to keep me going so now I just I basically word vomit whatever's on my head and I'm like oh just this today how's chat doing what about this and then it was just like I it was going pretty good and then my Who second ever deal with airplane food <laughs> I don't know I think I talked about like how like my fear of needles for like two hours one stream because I just needed to talk about something because I was like I was so worried that like if I just stopped talking people wouldn't watch me so I was just like oh I just have to keep talking and I know now that's not the case but like I was so worried for so long that if I stopped talking for like a second no one would be there they would just all leave and I was like very stressed and then my second ever official stream after the 
last official stream, I got another raid, and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do again. What do I say? Because I, I just didn't look up like what you're supposed to say after a raid, so I just was like, oh, thank you so much. Like I really appreciate it. I did really appreciate it. I still was on the verge of tears. I was like really freaking out, and my sisters were there to be like, oh, welcome, guys. It's her second ever stream. She's very stressed, so just be nice. And then within that raid, someone donated money to me and i was like ha ah, a donation what do i do <laughs> what the fuck do i do i was like ha ah, money they're giving me money what do i say <laughs> ah free money because i did i obviously wasn't affiliate yet so yeah so it was just through like a donation page yeah it's just through a donation and i was like what do i say it's a donation <laughs> i'm like oh thank you so much for the money you didn't have to do that i, blah, blah, blah. I, don't, I didn't know what to do and it was making me really stressed and i was like i can't end it i can't end it out of fear but i want to end it out of fear <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then um and then i i just kept going and then i guess they liked how badly i freaked out about them giving me money that they gave me another donation so like the first donation was like five dollars and that was like crazy to me that someone would even think about donating like their hard-earned money that they worked for and then the second donation was like fifty dollars and i was like ah <laughs> what the f <laughs> i was like oh my god is that a scam <laughs> wait am i gonna get scammed am i gonna die is this a virus and then i'm like i'm like oh thank you so much this is a lot of money i really appreciate it. i love you so much but also Oh, what? Why? Why? This is so much money. <laughs> so then I, I gained like another like 15 followers from from that second stream and I guess like $55 in cash in my PayPal account. And I was like, I was like, oh wow, this is like really cool. I'm popular. <laughs> Am I popular? <laughs> Can I say that? that's and, that's some growth two streams and 35 followers that's that's pretty good growth yeah so i think i was just like okay i might as well just roll with this and then i like i started like i made a schedule and i was like these are my streaming dates i'm gonna do all these things for the stream and i just started streaming frequently and i got a bunch of raids like i don't know what it was but like my first like couple streams i just got a shit ton of raids uh and i reached like 50 followers within a month and I reached my three average viewers within like two weeks. And then I hit affiliate like my second month streaming. And I was just like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Uh, I'll make a merch. I'll make merch because I do art. So I, I can do that. I can make, I can do merch. And I released merch for hitting 50, 50 followers. And then I sold merch and I was like, oh, people actually wanted it. I thought I was just going to do this to be like, oh, thank you guys. You guys are really nice to be. I really appreciate you. Thank you very much. I love you a lot. And then people bought it. I was like, oh. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and then I started like gaining followers like really fast. And then within like my first like six months, I was ready at like 200. And then I was just like, well, fuck, what do I do now? I, I exhausted all my content ideas. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I was like, I was faced with like a bunch of challenges. Like, oh, I need content ideas. What do I do? What do I what do I say? And then I figured out, oh, I could have my friends show up on stream like through Discord. And I had like my friends start streaming with me. It was like, oh, but if I'm constantly streaming with my friends, are people only gonna come to watch my friends or are they also gonna come to watch me? And then I, I stopped doing solo content because I was like, oh, but now they're so used to my friends. I'm a world-class overthinker, by the way, world class. <laughs> so I was like, oh. 
if I if I start doing content with my friends and they're just not going to show up anymore because I was just constantly I was doing like three months of just like having my friends on stream with me. So then like my first solo stream, I was like back to doing solo streaming. I was like, oh, I don't think anyone's going to show up. And then to my like happy surprise, a bunch of people showed up, and I was like, oh. And it kind of like clicked for me that I don't need to be so hard on myself and be so stressed out if people are going to show up or not or if people are going to like me because I talk a lot or people are going to like me because I stare at the screen in silence <laughs> but it was my it was my first wild ride starting streaming and then I was like wow <laughs> what the heck I don't know what to do that's what got me into streaming. That's why I'm still streaming. Wild story. <laughs> <laughs> that Crazy. was a wild story. Wow. I have, like, I, I, I've heard a lot of people, like, on, like, how they started streaming. I've never heard one go that wild before. Holy moly. <laughs> so, so who was that very first person that raided you? If you want to quickly shout them out right here. <laughs> His name was Legal Eagles. I think he since then changed his Twitch name. Um, he was playing Skate 3, and he's from the UK. And then I, I remember the first thing he said in the chat was like, uh, do you like toasties? And I was like, what the fuck is a toasty? <laughs> and he's like, you know, like a grilled cheese. And I was like, who's calling a grilled cheese a toasty? And then he was like, oh, I'm from the UK. That's what we call grilled cheeses over here. And I'm like, Oh, I want me a toasty too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really random. It's like how they call a butter sandwich a buddy. I've ne also never heard that. You've never heard of that? <laughs> no. Like, it's, it's like it's like one of the very few British slang that I know. It's like there's like a, just a thing where they'll just butter bread or butter yeah, like bread, not even toast. They'll just butter it up and call that a sandwich, a buddy. And you could put like <laughs> uh, fries in it, call it a chip buddy or a crisp buddy because they call crisps chips and chips are fries. Right. British. <laughs> yeah, slang. Yeah. Shout outs to the one pr British person we've brought on this podcast before, Rico. Shout outs to Rico. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, with, with you playing a lot of Minecraft, was it vanilla Minecraft all the time, or was it was it ever modded? Um, what what what's what's the Minecraft uh, aspect on your streams been like? Well, it started out with vanilla because I've never touched mods before. I never had a computer to play like Java Minecraft. Like I said, I only played like Bedrock for the longest time because I just had a Microsoft computer. So I was like a laptop. So I was like, oh, I could just play Minecraft Bedrock. So I never got to play Java until like later on. And then when I got Java, I was like, oh, I could do all these cool things. And I was like, actually, the first time I played Java, I remember I got so pissed off at playing Minecraft Java because the flying, when you're in creative mode, the flying is different than when you're in flying in Bedrock. Because when you fly in Bedrock, if you stop flying, you just stop. You stop where you are. <clears throat> but if you're flying in Java, if you stop flying, you kind of like glide a little bit. And I got so pissed off because every time I stopped flying... I was expecting to just stop, but I didn't stop. I kept gliding and I got so pissed. I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. And I like had like a tantrum, like a little child. And I was like, this is so upsetting. Why is it in like bedrock Minecraft? What the fuck? And I got so upset. And I was like, 
so bad because of science and physics i can't believe i know i was like so pissed off and then once i played it more i got used to it and then i after that i was like oh i guess i could try mod since i have like like i have the computer space i have the technology to do so now so i started playing with mods and i figured out very quickly that uh my obs can't handle me streaming mods so I stopped streaming mods, and then I was like, I need to get, like, upgrade software, upgrade, like, give Minecraft worlds, like, more space or stuff so it can actually handle mods, which I did, and then it was okay, but then I was like, Minecraft to me is, like, I associate it with, like, calm and relaxing and, like, watching Netflix on the side while I build my house and, and venture the nether. So it, like, came to a realization very quickly that when I'm on stream and I'm very upbeat on stream and I'm very happy and I'm very hyper, I can hold that, like, I do, it's like a stream personality. Like, I don't, I'm not like that off of stream that often, unless I have, like, Undertale to talk about and I can go on for hours. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I'm a very, like, quiet person. So I couldn't, it was just very hard to, like, put such a relaxing game for me and then be like oh yeah today we're doing this today this is our minecraft let's play blah 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 blah. and i was like i couldn't hold that personality on stream so i realized very quickly that i had to either be more relaxed or i just don't stream minecraft on stream if i'm alone because if i'm with another person streaming minecraft then i can you know i can like relax a little bit because i have someone else to bounce off ideas to i have like someone i can talk to more relaxingly or just like not as hyper um but if i'm alone it's like well oh mine in a block because in reality when i play minecraft i'm dead silent i'm looking at the game and i'm like listening to music but on stream obviously you can't be dead silent the whole time you know you can be silent a little bit but you can't be silent the whole time at least for me so it's just like Oh, we're we're digging gravel. Yep. Uh I I guess we'll go to the nether now. Um yeah. Uh <laughs> so in compared to like me when I play like let's say Dead by Daylight, for example, I'm very hyper, I'm engaged. I'm like, oh this fucking person, they're tunneling me. Oh, that's so stupid. Why are they doing that? Where it's like a constant stream of like words and like gameplay and like commentary on the subject where me with Minecraft is like, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, we went to the nether and I died. Uh or like if I'm playing Bed Wars with another person, which is a Minecraft mini game on a server, um, there's like communication because there's like stuff going on. There's like, oh no, someone's attacking your base. Hey, can you go make sure there's this, this, and this? Hey, can you go make sure there's this and that? Uh, so like, I have like, there's like topics I can talk about. I'm the commentary centered around the game. It's not like, so how's chat today? Dead silence. Good to hear. Dead silence. Great. Uh, dead silence. <laughs> um, over like something where like it's a mini game and i can like commentate over it so okay yeah minecraft on streams is good occasionally but i have to limit the minecraft on stream or else i get burnt out very fast now that's very very fair that's very fair uh what what mods did you play for that brief amount of time um, I was really into slightly vanilla flavored mods, which kind of it was a mod pack. It had like a bunch of stuff that I really liked, and then slightly cinnamon flavored Minecraft. It's also a mod pack. Um, they kind of had everything. They had everything from like more biomes to more 
food to more recipes to different blocks to different like realms and stuff i'm a big sucker for mods that include more food or like more like fruit trees or like more like decoration blocks at heart i'm a creative builder i like to build stuff in creative i'm all good for a survival hardcore game and you know to live and survive but at heart i like building stuff in the creative so it if it gives me our options for like flora or flora uh i it just makes me very happy <laughs> but besides that i i did want to get into one of the space mods where you know you make like a oh, uh, galactic yeah, yeah, galactic craft i really wanted to get into that but then since downloading it i have it on my computer i tried playing it and i was like this is really confusing i only want to play this with another person so then i can ask the person for help because i'm stupid and i was like i don't want to search up this i'll just find someone who knows about the mod play with that person and then if i have a question make it easy for myself i just ask that person <laughs> i just ask that person instead of searching up how to play the game um <laughs> like i said before i am lazy but i'm smart lazy if i find a faster way to do it i'm gonna do it that way instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah no definitely i <clears throat> back when i first got my computer one of the first things i streamed because way back in the day when i first started streaming i streamed exclusively on the playstation 4 system that i had through the ps4 share and all that stuff so when i eventually got my pc and you know moved my podcast out of my closet because that th those were the days i tell you those first three to four seasons of the podcast in my closet were great. But um, when I finally got my PC, the first thing I did was set up a Minecraft server. Because I'm like, okay, guys, it's finally time. We're setting up a Minecraft server and we're playing Pixelmon. Because it was like one of the things that I always wanted to play with within Minecraft was the Pixelmon mods. Because I watched so much content of Pixelmon. And... Uh, we finally did that, and it was it was great. I loved every bit of it. Uh, and uh, now some mods have gotten some updates. Um, I don't know if you heard uh, one of the one of the more most classic mods, the Aether mod, got updated for one point nineteen point two. I heard. I I was one of the kids when I I built the glowstone portal and I put the water bucket in and it didn't work and I was so sad. I was one of those kids. <laughs> same. I did the exact same thing. Uh so that's that's down there. Um I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. That would be great to try out." And also a competitor to Pixelmon came out called Cobblemon. Have you heard of this? I have, but I have Fun fact, I have never played any type of Pokemon game in my life. So You've I don't really know never anything played about Pokemon. Ever, uh, it's actually, speaking of stream goals, it actually is a stream goal on my channel. Because I just, you know, like, I've obviously heard of Pokemon, but I've never played any of the games. I've never watched any of the shows or movies. I just like some of the cute characters. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. I like that one. So, like, I have a Snorlax stuffed animal, but I have never played any of the Pokemon. Uh, I've crocheted a Ditto before, but I've never... I don't know what a Ditto does. <laughs> I I like them, but I've never played the games. It just was never, like, an interest to me. So, I have heard of Minecraft, like, 
Pokemon mods and I have seen them and I'm just like that's interesting not for me though but that's interesting (laughs) (laughs) so which you said you have a goal to play one of the Pokemon which Pokemon game specifically is the goal for Uh, I'm gonna do whatever chat tells me okay (laughs) whatever they tell me to do I'll play that one okay okay fair enough fair enough um, is there anything else you want to add, whether it be on streaming or Minecraft or any of the like? Oh, did you see that Minecraft came out with uh, a, a data pack for Dungeons and Dragons? They like did yes, I did. Like when when was that? Like a couple weeks ago now, or around the time it was was it two or three weeks ago now? I I saw that. I still have yet to touch that because it's for Bedrock Edition, right? Yes. Yeah, I ever I have not touched Bedrock Edition since I got my PC. I'm gonna say that right now. I have not touched it. <laughs> the last the last time I touched Bedrock Edition was when they released the Sonic the Hedgehog DLC for it. Okay. And that was the last time I played Bedrock. I actually I actually knew that Minecraft was gonna release a DD collab because over December to January, I got an internship at Xbox. <laughs> so I worked with the team and I knew about all the releases, but I couldn't say anything. Cause because NDAs and stuff. NDAs, but I can say now because they, they released it. And I was like, oh, wow, I know about all these cool things that are going to happen, but I can't tell anyone. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, okay, I'll ask a very vague How many things that have yet to come out that you know are there is there anything that has yet to come out that you know of for minecraft uh yes okay um can i ask the number of things that you know oh so many <laughs> a lot so oh i, I worked God. so much uh Tony. <laughs> i worked so i did like a three four month internship at xbox uh, for their marketing team, because I want to wow. like, do marketing, so I got to know all their promos. I got to know all their like secret releases, private skins, games that are unreleased but in the making, um, sequels that are unreleased but in the making. I got to know everything. Uh, I got to even I actually got to also make like things for them. So I actually made a TikTok for Xbox Canada's. TikTok page, which you can find, it's still on their page. Um, <laughs> for them, and I was on Xbox Canada's TikTok, and I was like, "Oh wow, I get to, I get to do that." I also helped like design Xbox Canada's Twitch overlays. That's really cool! Holy shit! Yeah. So if you ever like look on their things, I, I, I like obviously I don't want them to credit me because it was a collaborative effort, but I did help. So it's like I get to be like, "Hey, you see those overlays? I helped. I, I put input on." I did that, guys. Wow, that's so cool. Um, I also gave them like some really good ideas for some limited edition things for Xbox stuff, which they're going to release, but I can't say what they are. But I did do I do things when they come out. I, I get to be like, oh, I I see. I did that. I made that. <laughs> I did that thing. <laughs> that's that's actually really dope and really cool. And uh, can't can't wait for these future things to come out so you can tell the world finally. <laughs> I know it's so it's so hard especially with like because like obviously I know a lot of people that play D&D and you also know a lot of people that play D&D but it was like really hard for me to be like oh you know guys Minecraft and D&D 
and like people like talking about it. I'm like, wow, if only they knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> oh man, that's so so sad. I can't say anything. Oh man, it's killing me on the inside. Uh, but it's it's very cool. It was very nice working to there, working you know with people in that area. I got a lot of experience, which was really cool. And then it, mainly on the streaming side because they kind of hired me because I I knew a lot about streaming, obviously because I stream. And I knew a lot about Minecraft, which is, you know, Xbox is owned by Microsoft and Microsoft, Xbox, and Minecraft, you know, I got, I hit all the checkbooks, you see? So when they <laughs> asked me about like streaming and Minecraft, I was like, oh boy, do I have a lot to say about this, guys? Oh man, I can give you so much feedback, okay? It was really cool because I actually like valued my opinion on like, Minecraft things are like, oh, what do you think? How do you think this would look good in Minecraft? Or like, do you think this would look good on stream? Like, how does streaming work? Like, what extensions should we use? And I was like, oh, you should have like a closed captioning extension. And then they got a closed captioning extension. I was like, oh, wow. I'm an intern, but they valued my intern opinion. <laughs> they <have> valued <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> they know what's hip with the, the, the kid knows what's hip with the kids. Yeah, they're following the kid logic, so they get the the, the hipness with the children. It, it was it was very cool. Um, that's really dope. Holy shit! But that's what I was saying when I was like really busy. I have so many other things that I do in my spare time, and I'm just like, oh man, I'm so busy. But then I'm like, oh, I could just stream, and then I'm like, oh, I can only stream for like an hour because I gotta do like X, Y, and Z, right? But it was very nice talking about this. Honestly, I forget that I talk a lot about certain things that I really like, so I'm very sorry if I went too long on no, different topics. No, not, not at all. This was great, actually. And now, while we could go for longer and probably break Nick Rule's record for our longest episodes, we do have a bit more of this podcast to get to, so I think I it's about <laughs> time we dive into the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one -on -one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. And kicking it off with the bonus level, starting off with this week in gaming history from May 1st to 7th, here's what happened in the past. Uh, on the 1st, uh, 2005, Nintendo released Pokemon Emerald for the Game Boy Advance in North America. On the 2nd, 1995, 3DO demonstrates M2 3D technology for the interactive multiplayer video game system. On the 3rd, 1982, Walt Disney Productions filed a suit against Williams Electronics for infringing Disney's Tron trademark by the arcade video game Robotron. On the 4th, 2011, Udon Entertainment released the first chapter of the three-volume manga Mega Man Gigamix in North America. On the 5th in 2004, Activision released Shrek 2 for the GameCube, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation 2, and Xbox in North America. It's a great game. I played it a lot as a kid. Uh, on the 6th, 2004, Electronic Arts released Samurai Warriors for the PlayStation 2 in the US and Canada. And on the 7th, Nintendo released Mario Party 3 for the Nintendo 64 in North America. Now we get into Head to Head, which is a brand new segment we have this season uh, where I, I pick two games. Usually they ha they'll usually try to have some relation to our guest and uh or some relation to each other that you know the guest plays in jade uh i know you brought it up earlier but I, you are an avid dead by daylight fan so our head-to-head -head this week is dead by daylight versus deceit which of these two games wins 
what is deceit first? Okay, I a decision. So deceit was another asymmetrical uh, horror survival game where uh, instead of being while they while they're a killer, they are also a human uh, working with the humans. I guess it's like Among Us in a sense. Oh, I have played this game before. Oh, I've just been calling it something random. But I have played this game before. Yeah, it's like you're like it's like the thing or the yeah. Thing? Yeah, the thing. Okay. Hmm. Well, personally in recent light in DBD no- news if you don't know. It, they recently updated and they did a huge overhaul on everything. They changed how like the blood points work and they changed how some of the perks work and they changed how like the healing works. And, and there's been a lot of drama in the Dead by Daylight community. And uh, as much as I don't like to be a part of drama, it was very interesting to see because I am part of the player base and I do play it often. I play it for stream and I play it on my offline. Um, And Dead by Daylight is like my version of League. Everyone says League is super toxic and you should never play League. That is Dead by Daylight is my League, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've heard. I've heard the game that the game community can get very bad. Yeah, so in... Dead by the Other was like always tolerable. Like it's still really fun to play. Like I enjoy playing it, but due to recent updates and certain things that the developers have done to the game, has made it like slightly unplayable. Because instead of like introducing like new perks, um, and like different ideas for perks that you can like combine with like your because uh, your perk set is customizable, right? So you can like customize your perk set however you want but because of certain recent updates they've kind of like put players into like this really hard thing where if you just don't play with the meta perks you're gonna lose you're not gonna have fun um they've really buffed a lot of the killers and a lot of the killer perks and they kind of debuffed a main component of the game which is healing and like if you debuff the healing and then you only want players to play with certain meta perks and if they don't play with the meta perks they're guaranteed to lose the game it kind of makes it you know it's not fair to the player base first of all it's also it's like you didn't listen to your player base when they asked like to give you feedback um so it's like it's tolerable it's not as fun as it used to be unfortunately the only way you can have fun now playing is with killer which i don't mind i play killer a lot but i have played deceit before and it is a fun game i just needed to jog my memory because i haven't played it in a hot minute but i'm gonna say deceit wins because deceit hasn't fucked over their player base 10 times over in the last month <laughs> they haven't fucked over their player base in the last 10 times this month alone and just not listen to anyone <laughs> Okay, they released a really hot new killer that's basically nude for half the time in one of her skins. She's very hot, very attractive, but I think that's the only thing they got going for them because I you could load into a game and a hundred percent you're either going to be tunneled, camped, or slugged, um, and you won't be able to heal because they nerfed the healing. Um, so that's not fun. But in deceit. You'd be fine. <laughs> so I would say deceit wins. Personal opinion, not bias at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, there you have it. That's this week's head to head. 
Uh, moving on, our deals of the week this week. Uh, this uh, this uh, Epic, the free games on the Epic Game Store are Breath Edge and Poker Club. Those are free until the 4th of May. And also until the 4th of May is the Xbox Publisher sale on Steam. So be sure to take advantage of both of those. The achievement of the week is in Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Now this isn't pod racing, which is to travel 500 meters of distance while riding creatures. And the game of the week is going to Redfall. And lastly, our guest game recommendation. Uh, what game would you recommend to our audience, Jade? Well... We know the answer should be <laughs> Deltarune or Undertale, but what I am gonna say is Bear and Breakfast. That oh, is the game okay. I'm recommending. I have heard a lot of great things about that game. Yeah, it's like if you watched Gravity Falls, it's like the art style of Gravity Falls with Stardew Valley and like any type of cozy game because you're a bear that runs a bed and breakfast in like an un, like in like a gravity falls theming art style it's very cute it's very nice uh well with that that wraps up everything for the day uh jay thank you for coming on the podcast today of course i would love to be here it's great it was a fun time <laughs> it, it was where can we find you on the internet um, on my socials, type in Mango Mongoose on Twitch. It's Mango Mongoose thirty one because the Mango Mongoose is taken. But Mango Mongoose thirty one on Twitch and Mango Mongoose on any other social media platform: TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, any Reddit. I've got it all. We've got all the socials, guys. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> I've got all of them. <laughs> Excellent. And of course, you can find me at Tony's Game Lounge everywhere as well: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok twitch.tv slash Johnny's Game Lounge, YouTube, uh, every, everywhere. Uh, we post a new YouTube short every Monday of a highlight of the podcast, so be sure to check those out. And uh, we do our best to stream every so often on the Twitch channel when I'm not working. Uh, so be sure to check those out. And uh, thank you once again, Jade, for coming on. It was a great time. Of course. Thanks for having me. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in this week. Uh, be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this to. And we will be back next week with another brand new guest right back here in the Game Lounge. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.